Let's encourage Mike as he comes to share from God's word this morning. Uh, it's good to be with you. Right, let me turn. Yes, so this morning's uh, theme is to run with purpose. And uh, we'll just read the, the Bible verse associated with that, or verses. It's 1 Corinthians 9, 24 to the end. And it says, don't you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize. So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do, they do it to win a prize that will fade away. But we do it for an eternal prize. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. So we've obviously got this theme of, uh, of running this morning. I'm just going to move a couple of things. So yeah, so running, a bit of a brief history into my um, running career that started earlier this year. I had a, for those of you that don't know, I, I cut hair for a living, and one of my old dears that came in, um, I, I approached the chair, said, good morning, she patted me on the belly and said, you've put on a bit of weight, haven't you? And uh, with one crushing sentence, I decided that it was time to start running. Um, <laughs> so... I've developed a, a real love for running. I, I really enjoy it. I enjoy the headspace. I enjoy getting out and, uh, and just having a bit of time by myself. Um, and uh, I, I told a friend that I'd started to do this. And uh, he decided it was a really good idea. Probably thought it was funny to sign me up for a half marathon in the summer. So I've got to train for that. Um, I did my first 10K race a bit earlier in the year, which was amazing. For those of you that have never done any sort of race, the... The feeling that you get when you finish this thing, however slow, however fast, it's just brilliant. It really, really is a good feeling. And um, I'm, I'm feeling slightly underqualified to talk about, you know, endurance and running and stuff with people like Pat around, but um, I'll go for it anyway. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's a little bit of, a, of, of why I've started. Now, anyone that started running will know that it's incredibly important that you train, okay? So you need to start by getting one foot out the door, donning your trainers, and, uh, and leaving the house. So I've, uh, I haven't told Adrian about this, by the way. I've spent the rest of the building budget on... <laughs> so uh, now I asked a, a really good... He was a really good friend of mine, Andrew, to wear his trainers this morning, because um, he doesn't know it yet, but he's going to come and help me out. Um, if you'd like to make your way to the, to the front. Yeah, you've got trainers on. I've not got my running trainers. Yeah, I haven't got my running trainers on, but yours are far better than mine. So if you'd like to take a... I've been informed as well that the emergency stop doesn't work. Oh, so <laughs> for insurance reasons, um, we haven't filled any health and safety disclaimers. I do apologise about this. But, um, I've never been on one of them. So what we'll do is we'll get you starting nice and slow. And uh, let's... Uh, there we go. If you'd like to gently make your way onto the, uh, to the platform. That's <laughs> I thought you said gentle. It is, nice and gentle, that's really slow. Gentle. Right, okay, we're going to leave you there for five minutes. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, bit of a distraction. So, to, you, you keep going, you keep going, that's it. Yeah, yeah, hold on if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay, just to... Uh, Give Andrew a little bit of motivation. Um, here's, here's some people that have commented about running. Dr. George Sheehan, who um, is a physician and a, a runner, he said it's very hard in the beginning to understand that the whole idea is not to beat the other runners, 
Okay, it's not about beating everybody else, Andrew, okay? Eventually you learn that the competition against the little voice inside your head that says you want to quit. Do you want to quit? Yeah. You've got to keep going. Can I also say just that it's really important that you stay hydrated when you're exercising, so... William Faulkner, who, who isn't, I don't think he was a runner, but um, this, is, this is good motivation for running. He said, don't bother just to be better than your com- uh, contemporaries or predecessors. Try to be better than yourself. So Andrew's doing that for us right now. And uh, one of my favorite quotes about running was by our very own Matthew Sanders, who sadly isn't with us today. He says, anyone who chooses to run a distance which should be completed in a car deserves my immediate respect. <laughs> That is a good quote, that is a good quote. Uh, so racing, running, it's all about training, and um, I was very proud of my daughter this year. Um, at school, she won the Egg and Spoon race. She'd worked very hard, and to watch her sprint with this egg and drop it several times, but to beat everybody else, it did, it did make me feel very, very proud. How are you doing, mate? You, yeah, good, good, keep going. Right, so, um, a lady called... Megan Hetzel, who I couldn't find a picture for, so it's not on the board. She said, a champion is not made when he succeeds, or she. A champion is made when you look at the time they spend preparing. And uh, I believe this is something that we can learn. We can take this away and uh, keep going. Um, It's all about what goes into beforehand, okay, before the crowd and everybody else sees it. Keep going, you're all right, we're getting there. And training is hard, isn't it, Andrew? Yeah, see? Okay, there's... Often, we're on our own. Uh, unless you've got somebody with you that, that, like, that you can go out running with, it's the whole discipline of getting up possibly early in the morning, getting your shoes on before everybody else is awake, and heading out the door. And uh, doing it by ourselves, it, it's quite easy to talk ourselves out of it. I know that I've done that occasionally. You look out the door, it's, it's raining, or it's cold, or... You know, or it, maybe it looks a bit too hot or whatever. You have to have, there's this inner battle almost of, you know, I've got to get out the door. You, be, you've obviously... Uh, you got the flashing heart. Should it be a flashing heart? Yeah, that says that you're close to death. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're all right, though, keep going. You'll be better for it afterwards. Um, and the thing is, you, you're only responsible for yourself. You're only responsible for your own running. You don't have to leave the house. You could stay in bed, you know, for that extra hour or whatever. But it's being, that, it's being disciplined. It's getting yourself out of the door. It's also hard um, because you have to set your own pace. And, uh, you know, you have to sometimes go a little bit quicker. And push yourself. And then when you've got comfortable with that speed, you have to go a little bit quicker again. <laughs> and it's difficult. You've got the only person that you've got challenging yourself is yourself. Nobody knows if you're running quicker or anything like that. But then there's the point in life where, you know, things do get slightly easier. But then there's that whole responsibility of, Life's really easy now. Do I, you know, it's downhill. Things, you know, I could just cruise. But at this point, do we let the road take us? Because when that happens, it's very, very easy then to, to get carried away with it. You can run too quickly. You can stumble. You can fall. And, and the injuries can come along at that point as well. Um, and uh, there's a point where we can face hills in life, which often start to feel like mountains. Let's get you a little bit quicker. We'll chuck some hills on there. In fact, we'll 
And hills, when we start to face the hills, sadly this isn't rising, but never mind. Yeah, they feel like mountains. That was my point, exactly. And it's, it, it's a challenge. I know that um, when I started to run for the 10K, somebody had told me that there's a lot of hills around. It's hard work, isn't it? Um, so I needed to train for that. And uh, they suggested the hill down in Risley. <laughs> Let's slow you down a little bit. You can stay on the hill, though. They suggested the hill in Risley. And I don't know if anybody ever has tried running up that hill, but it is a long long hill. And if you've never done it before, it's a bit of a killer. And the thing is, there is a way around this. You can dodge the hills if you want, but you're responsible for yourself. You're responsible for your own running, your own training. And, uh, you know, life can, life can throw all sorts of things at us. Ultimately, we're responsible for ourselves. Thank you very, very much, mate. How are you feeling? A little bit quicker? Better that burn yeah, 39 calories. 39 calories. That's good going, mate. That's uh, well done. Thank you very much for helping. <laughs> Am I off? <laughs> You're off. Thank you very much for that, mate. Go and have a sit down. Enjoy, enjoy your juice, mate. You see, there, there are challenges all the time through life that we, um, we face and we, you know, we're confronted with. Um, and I don't know about yourself, but I know chatting to, to people when I'm at work and things, and we, we, we discuss about running and all this sort of stuff. The biggest question that people ask you is, why? Why do you do this? Why do you put yourself through that? You know, I, I get up at silly o'clock in the morning and, um, and head out and do my run because it's the most convenient time of the day. But people often ask, why? Why do I run? And it got me thinking myself, why do I do it? Why do I go out the door you know, make myself hot and sweaty, travel stupid distances. What, what is the point for it all, you see? And uh, when I started to, to look at this, obviously initially it was to keep fit and to keep this old lady off my back. But um, the, the challenge, the, the thing now isn't, um, I'm not running to be fit. I want to be fit to run. Okay, I want to know that when race day comes around, when I get to my, my 10K race or my half marathon or anything like that, that I can do it. I don't want to get there having done no training whatsoever and think after the first kilometer or mile or whatever, am I going to be, you know, carried off on a stretcher or, you know, traveling to the hospital in an ambulance or something like that. I want to have a confidence that I can, that I can stand in my ability to run. And this is where it all comes beforehand. It's all about what we do in privacy and in the secrecy of our own, our own lives. I want to know that when I get to the end of that, that half marathon or my 10K that I did, that I'm going to get my, my little medal, my little goodie bag with my free T-shirt. They're always handy. Um, and my Mars bar, most importantly. I just want that chocolate when I finish my race. But that's what I'm doing it for. That is, that is the, the thing. And hopefully, I'm going to beat my personal best as well. I'm going to be a bit better than I was the last time that I went out. So in order to do that, I have to train. I have to put in hard work. I have to sit there. Well, not sit there. I have to get up from the sitting position, head out, and push myself a little bit more. Now, I, um, when I knew that I was going to start doing this mar- uh, half marathon, I got myself a, a, a training plan. And this is kind of a little bit what it looks like. Uh, Monday, I've got a whole list of things for 12 weeks. I've got my Tuesdays, my Wednesdays, my Thursdays, my Fridays, rest days, day off, uh, Saturdays. And then on the Sundays, I do my long run. Now, I've shuffled these around, actually. I go out for long runs on a Friday. But every, every week, I up the distance that I travel. 
Okay, because I, I need to know that I'm going to be able to go the distance. I need to know that when that challenge, that, that, those challenges come against me, that I can do it and that I can push myself that little bit harder so that when I get to the end of this and to race day, right down at the bottom there, my half marathon, that I'm going to be able to do this and I'm going to be able to do it well and hopefully, like I say, be better than when I started right up the top there on Monday on week one. So that's my, that's my running plan. Now, when we bring this to thinking about ourselves as Christians and, and running the race like we, we read about at the start of that, I started to think about the way that I, I train my body and I, and I beat myself into submission with that. And to be quite honest with you, my weeks probably look a little bit more like that sometimes. Sunday's covered because I'm here. You know, but there is that challenge then for the rest of us. And this is what I want to challenge us with a little bit this morning. What are we doing when nobody else is around? Because on Sundays and at conferences and all of that sort of stuff, if we're honest, that's when people see us at our best. I come here, I put my nice shoes on. I quite like them. I, you know, we, we get dressed up a little bit maybe for the Sundays. We turn up to church all, all smiles and things like that. Nobody really knowing that 10 minutes before we got here, there was a screaming match about getting in the car on time, that we're always late, that the kids have started, you know, they've got out of their nice clothes and put their PE kit on for some reason that we don't quite understand, you know. And, uh, and it's chaos before you get there. But, but when you arrive at church, everybody sees you at your best. And the challenge is to see what kind of life we're living, you know, in, in, in secrecy. Are we just topping ourselves up on a Sunday and kind of hoping that that bit of church, that worship, that word, is going to set us on for a week? Because I tell you now, it won't. It won't. We, it's one of these things that we need to get disciplined. We need to get good at. We need to do it in secrecy. Because I tell you what, particularly with people like the guys that lead the worship and the people that come and speak, if they're not training at home, if they're not reading their Bible, if they're not praying, you will notice. I guarantee you'll notice. And it fills me with confidence to know that people like Jordan and Steve, they read their Bibles and they pray outside of this building. You know, but the challenge is there for all of us, including them. What are we doing in the secret? How are we training outside of this? You know, are we just running to keep fit? Do we just turn up, like I say, on a Sunday and sort of top up the spiritual filter a little bit, the levels, um, and then hope that that's going to get us through? Or are we setting our sights on the end goal? Are we setting our sights on being like Jesus? Are we setting our, our hearts on leading others to him? Are we setting our sights on that end goal to ultimately be with him in eternity? There's a um, verse in Revelation that talks about being hot and cold, uh, you know, be hot, cold, not lukewarm and things. And, and, I, and I believe a little bit we can, we can use that in this, in this situation. You know, are we just sort of tipping up when everybody else is around and, and, you know, sort of showing that, yeah, we can do this, but, you know, in the, in the weeks that we don't. And it's a challenge for you, it's a challenge for me. And um, Jesus knew how to run with purpose. He's, he's the best example that we will ever, ever have. Okay, because when he was on this earth, he was like me and you. He, he learned scripture like everybody else. He studied the word of God, just like you and just like me. And if he didn't, he wouldn't have known it. He prayed. And if, I, always, I always look at it like this. If Jesus had to pray, if he felt it necessary to pray and talk to God, how much more do I need to do that? But do I do it? You know, that's, that's the question that we need to ask ourselves. 
if he felt it necessary to, to, to learn scripture, how much more do I need to do that? He, you see, the thing with Jesus was he was dedicated and he was disciplined so that when the trials and tests of life that were through at him, the test of his ability and his endurance came, his focus and his purpose was absolutely clear. His eyes and his heart were fixed on you and they were fixed on me and salvation at the cross and an eternity with him. He wasn't running against the world or mankind. He wasn't competing. He was running for it. He was running for me and he was running for you. So, like I say, I'm going to leave you with that this morning. What are we doing in the private? What are we doing in the secret place? Are we getting to a point where we get up in the morning and maybe get that Bible out? It's hard. It can take effort, you know, to to make the time to do it. I make time to go out and run, so I should be doing this. How are we going to choose to run? Are we going to run to keep fit with a half-hearted faith whenever it suits ourselves and how we're feeling? Or are we going to be fit to run with purpose and a goal and a destiny and the exhilaration of a lasting, eternal reward with God? What are we running for? Is it to keep fit or are we keeping fit to run? I just want to leave that with you this morning. Very brief, but let us be a people that run with purpose. Cool. Thank you. You are right. Yeah, yeah. What I've done is I've printed off um, a running program for everybody. It's something that you don't have to do, but it might just help. It's just a 12-week plan, and it was just something to make us think about maybe what we're doing in our own times and stuff. And uh, maybe you can fill that in, put Bible verses or a book or something. And uh, yeah, I'll leave you to do that yourselves, but something to take away this morning.